You are the average of the five people you spend most of your time with. We've all heard this quote or this phrase in the last couple of years, probably since motivation and entrepreneurship is popular or trending. But what does it really mean? Stick around, because that's what we are about to find out. Welcome, boys and girls, to this, the second episode of This Journey Life. And today, we're going to be talking about those anchors or airplanes. And what I mean by this is the relationships you have with friends, family, your boyfriend, your girlfriend, husband, wife, are they actually bringing something to the table and helping you take off like an airplane? Or are they holding you down like an anchor and slowing your progress? And let me start by saying that we're not here to talk about good or bad people. There's no good or bad in this conversation or right or wrong. It all comes down to your core values and your priorities. That's what we're going to talk about today and put things in perspective. You know, that's, that's the thing that we're looking for, that perspective and to make the right questions for you to go like, oh shit, I never thought about that. Or I didn't think about it that way. So, what about our friendships and relationships? Let's say, for example, you have your friends, right? And all they like doing is maybe going to the club, going to the pub on the weekends, and partying and getting drunk. But you want to start your business. And you know that you need to put more time into your business if you want to grow it. But at the same time, you don't want to let down your friends and be like, hey, you know, I, I, don't, I can't hang out with you anymore because I need to focus on my business. So pretty much like fuck off. You don't want to do that. But you know you kind of want to find a balance. But even if you are trying to find that balance, they might not understand what's going on. The ones who do understand what's going on are going to be like supportive and be like, yo, mate, you go do your thing. If there's anything I can, you know, bring of value to the table or, you know, to help you out with this, just let me know. This is awesome, whatever. Uh, but th some of those are going to be like, dude, you're crazy. You know, you're just wasting your time. You're wasting money. What are you doing? You know, let's go hang out and get drunk and stop wasting your time. This kind of stuff. And sometimes it sounds like ridiculous and like that can't be possible, right? Like an imaginary scenario and no one's like that. And, but it happens. I, I am one of those who used to think, I'm always trying to think that just people are good in general. Um, and I think there's more good people than, than bad people overall. Um, but then again, Or let's say not, it's hard to put in that without that context of, of good and, or bad, but maybe more understanding and caring for you over than themselves, you know. 
So I've seen these kind of scenarios all the time or in relationships, right? I heard someone saying uh, this, you know, telling me this story like a couple of weeks ago of how, you know, like this, this girl had the, her boyfriend for like five years and after those five years, like she was making progress and making progress and growing more and, you know, just becoming better and looking for a better future while her boyfriend was just stuck in the same place and didn't really want to go anywhere in life. So she was like, well, I feel like I'm just like dragging him and like he's pulling me down because I just want to experience new things and growth and just you know, live a better life and improve myself. But he doesn't seem to be on the same page. And so, you know, it was hard for her, but she made the decision, she took action. And instead of pointing fingers, you know, what we've talked before, instead of pointing fingers saying, well, you know, I can't do this because, you know, my boyfriend won't, you know, do it and he doesn't want to grow and he doesn't want to try new things and he's not interested in having a good life and improving himself. So now I cannot do it myself and I'm just stuck in this life. That was not the case. She actually took responsibility for her life and she was like, you know, bro, we are done. Like, I can't keep going this and I care for you and I love you and whatever, but I can't let someone hold myself down and just pull me, you know, and prevent me to getting what I want in life and just growing. And, you know, of course, I'm guessing he was mad. I don't know. Uh, but she made, she took that decision and it's something not a lot of people are willing to do, you know, like put themselves in that uncomfortable zone, out of the comfort zone, just taking risks and being like, well, you know, I'm just going to leave this, which is what I've known for five years in order to pursue what I really want out of life. So that's like an example, right, with relationships And sometimes you can combine different things and different things can be happening at the same time, even with your parents, for example, or the people who are close to you. And a clear example of this is when, let's say, I'll tell you this story, you know, of mine. Uh, When I was back in college, I was studying engineering. But before that, that was like the first semester and it was like, well, you know, I'm good with math, so at least it's going to be easy. I wasn't sure of what I wanted to do. I knew that I wanted to do something with music because music's been one of my passions. Like, since I can remember, you know, being a kid, my mom used to tell me that I was probably like two, three years old, and I would sat at the living room listening to percussive jazz, you know, LPs. Like, who listens to percussive jazz when you're two or three years old. I mean, and I chose that. It's not like my mom, like, you know, because you, you see like sometimes parents like, oh, you know, play some classical music so he gets smarter and all this kind of stuff. No, it was like my choice, and that's what I enjoyed at the time, according to her, right? So I've always had that passion for music, and there was a point in time when I was in college that I was like, I don't want to do this. I want to be an engineer, like... This is not what I want to. This is not my passion. So I dropped out of, of, of college for, for the first time. 
after you know pretty much finishing the first semester of engineering school, and I went and told my mom I want to study like audio engineering. You know, so I thought it was like okay, just like engineering, but it's got to do with music and all these kind of things. And I thought it would be like a better fit for me. Uh, but she all all all. all she could understand was that I wanted to be a musician, right? And, you know, back almost 10 years ago, being a musician was still like a hard, like a tough gig where you don't really make a lot of money and like just a few, few bands actually make it into something decent and, you know, can make a living. So my mom was like, no, you're not going to be a bomb. And, you know, so you, I'm not going to, you know, pay for school for you to go to do that. So then you're going to be starving on the streets and whatever. So I was like, well, okay. And then I went into another engineering later, automotive engineering, and the rest is history. We'll, we'll talk about that for another conversation, maybe on entrepreneurship or other kind of things. But the, the, what I'm trying to say here is that we see this all the time with parents and they tell their kids, no, you have to study something else that's going to give you security, you know, in the world, in the marketplace. You can be a lawyer, an engineer, a doctor, something that's going to actually give you security for your future, even if it's something you are not passionate about. So it's just getting a profession for the sake of making money and living life and all these things that we've been uh pretty much gotten into this box of what life is or that was at least you know a few, few years before now there's more information out there like entrepreneurship is now like trending and it's popular and it's more like pop culture which at the same time I don't know man it's just strange times I don't know with social media where we're going because now entrepreneurship is more of a game of pretending to be someone you're not instead of like an entrepreneur. So we're getting into like a weird, uh, you know, weird times. And we'll see in the next five years where all these people end up, you know, these self-called entrepreneurs. Because um, nowadays it's like so easy to call yourself an entrepreneur, right? You need, you, you can, can you pay 25 bucks a month for a Shopify store? Sure, can you try to do like some drop shipping and, you know, like from ch like uh, cheap stuff in China or selling whatever? Of course. So by doing that, you can call yourself an entrepreneur. But like Gary Vaynerchuk says, there's a big difference, a massive difference between being an entrepreneur and a successful entrepreneur. And nowadays, an entrepreneur, I would say, is just someone who doesn't want to have a regular job and, you know, like a like a secure job and a secure lifestyle and it's trying to just come up with whatever they can not necessarily pursuing their passion because that's the other thing nowadays it's all about making money on your own even if it's still not your passion because you see it all the time how many facebook advertisers are out there like facebook agencies or digital marketing agencies out there because of what like ty lopez started and i'm not saying that it's not it's not a good thing but we go back to a certain point to the same because even if it's your own business sure you're not taking orders from anyone but i mean you have to put like 10 times the effort rather than if you were working for someone else and can you imagine this you have to put 10 times the the effort and the time 
and the focus on this new business. And if it's not something you're passionate about and you're just doing it for the sake of making money and not working for someone else, like you're fucked. You know, you're just fucked. So, because can, can you imagine that? Like if you're being miserable with your job that you hate, now imagine having another job because at the end of the day, it's a job, even if it's like running your business, but it's same times harder and you don't like it, but you're just in the pursuit of the quick buck, just making a quick buck and saying you're an entrepreneur. And that's why most, people's, most uh, people fail in this game of entrepreneurship. And I can tell you that because I've been there myself. And, you know, from experience, I did the same thing at the beginning. And if you listen to my podcast yesterday, I was talking about uh, my business that I've tried to launch three times selling a gym clothing, a gym clothing line and the reasons why that failed. And I've tried the, the digital marketing agency as well. And there's like so many things behind starting your own business and all these things that nowadays just like the self-called entrepreneurs don't really get. And I'm kind of, you know, getting uh, on a divergent here from the main topic, but this is something that caught my attention a few days ago. Uh, and it's a product that I saw on Facebook, you know, a Facebook ad a couple of days ago. And literally the company is called Rich Water, Rich People Water. So, I mean, Rich People Water, like what the fuck, right? Like Fiji and like that kind of nice brands of water, it's not even enough anymore. It's not a luxury. So what this water is, is basically a bottle of water with like gold flakes or something like that. But I don't know if the gold flakes are inside the, the water or is it part of like a handmade bottle or something. I think they are selling it for 50 bucks. And I was reading some of the comments and they are just trying to like, yeah, I'm going to get a, a bottle of this because I'm going to be recording a video for like a music video or whatever. And this is going to look dope. Like, you know, like I have money and like, you know, like lavish and all that kind of stuff. And so most of the comments that I, I read were saying something similar. that They wanted to buy this bottle for what they would it make them look like, you know, like, oh, yeah, rich people water. And I'm like, and I posted a comment saying like, well, you know, guys, your guys are geniuses because you're leveraging people's insecurities on this game that they're playing nowadays. Most people on social media and the self-called entrepreneurs of faking it until you make it, you know, fake until you make it. And that's where is that taking you like nowhere? But like these guys knew that. And I mean, it's a it's a brilliant idea business wise. Because there's a market for that, you know, all these insecure entrepreneurs that they just want to fake it until they make it because they think, you know, with the gram and you can post these things and that kind of stuff and make you look like someone you're not, right? In order for you to, what, sell other people on whatever product you are promoting, basically, or trying to get like sponsorships or, you know, shit like that. And even though that it's so easy today to get to do this, it's so saturated already that it's not even sustainable anymore. But anyway, you know, and the funny part is like, it's crazy to think, you know, like this guy from the music video, you're trying to impress someone with like your music video, 
showing this bottle bottle of water with some kind of gold with still it's 50 bucks i mean it's not expensive i mean for water sure but it's nothing you can like show off you know like the way i think it and if if you if these people were really into like that kind of of life you know and like what you see on these videos like oh you want to show something like that get a bottle of a bottle of like champagne like a $2,000 bottle of champagne and just like, you know, pop it open and just play with it and just, you know, pour it on some hot girls and whatever. That would be like, okay, I get it. You know, that fucking bottle of, of champagne is two grand, a grand, whatever. But it's not a fucking bottle of water with, you know, even if it's handmade for 50 bucks. I mean, it's, it's ludicrous to think that people actually think that that's going to make them look rich or someone they're not. But we'll talk about that for another episode this week, probably. Um, but going back to this example, <laughs> I digressed so bad, man. So bad. Going back to my story when I was in college and, you know, like parents wanting to secure like a more stable uh, future for their kids instead of them pursuing something they're going to be more um, passionate about. And like nowadays, it's easier, right? Like what we were just talking. But back in the day, like even five years, ten years ago, you know, um, we will see that all the time, like kids going to law school, uh, being doctors and all this kind of thing, not because they wanted to, but because, you know, that was life. And it's so depressing to think about it. Like nowadays, even like accountants or endless jobs, there's people who like their job and that's crazy. And that, I mean, that's that's fantastic. But I would say, I would dare to say that more than 80% of people don't like what they're doing and maybe even 50% just absolutely hate it with their guts. And, you know, and, and your parents don't do that to you because they don't care about you or they want to make your life miserable, but that's what they know and that's what they've been doing for, you know, all of their lives. And they're doing it because they worry about you and they care and they want the best for you. But that doesn't mean it is the best for you. You know what I'm saying? They have good intentions and it's for you to have like a stable job and something great. But, you know, at the end of the day, it's not what's going to bring you happiness, right? Because living that life, like, yeah, you have like a secure job and a stable job. And that's like, you know, in quotations because you can get fired any freaking day after 10 years and then like back to square one, right? Like we have nothing by it, even like at, at a job or a company. Um, so, you know, that's one of those things like going back to these anchors or airplanes and the relationships, maybe with your parents, if you are listening right now, you're like that age, you know, like still teenage, you're going through college and trying to figure out what the fuck you're going to do with your life. Like, all I can say is, like, most people, you know, like, the average expectancy of life is, like, what, like, 80, 76, 82, something like that. I mean, the only, I feel like the only way you can really get to know what you want is to try it and experience it. Like, oh, you have a passion for photography and you want to be a photographer. Well, now in 2020, pretty much, um, it's easier than ever, like I said. You can start your own website and, you know, post your portfolio and try to get people to hire you as a photographer. 
or take like amazing pictures and sell them to magazines or you know like in stock images you can actually put yourself in a position of trying and being like well you know what yeah i kind of like this but not to be like my my main gig you know like to do this for a living maybe i'll keep doing it as a hobby or you know something i just enjoy doing and instead of turning it into uh my job that's what happened to me with culinary school i went to culinary school but i never wanted to work at the restaurant because you know there's like long shifts is super stressful and tiring and i was like i don't want to turn this that i enjoy which is like a hobby of cooking and stuff like that into something that i'm going to end up hating right so i decided to just not do that and not work in a restaurant and instead do it for myself as a hobby for my friends family that kind of thing so and but the only way you learn this is by trying and experimenting and putting into action those those things and be like okay you know i've tried this is not working let's try something else and like you have so much time in life and but we are bought into believe that you have to figure out everything by the time you're 18 right like okay okay it's time to go to college like you better know what you're going to study because you better know what you're going to do with the rest of your life like dude i can it's like laughable you know unbelievable that we are trained to believe these kind of things like and you have time to experience like different things and try and now more than ever is so easy with technology what i would say like the biggest piece of advice right now if you are not sure of what you want to study if you know if you if you want to go to college for something it's like there's so many online educational platforms where you can learn virtually anything from business accounting you know of course you can't really learn like something like medicine or something that's more you know kind of that uh kind of thing but all the other you know most of the other skills you can and just try to learn some of that be like oh yeah you know like take like a little course and be like oh you know what yeah i like that or no you know what that's not what i was expecting or what i thought it would be and then you can get like a better perspective of things and then make like that big decision and even though once you get into college one year later you can be like you know what no this is not what i was expecting and look for something else but as long as you're doing it because you're focusing on your core values and your priorities and what you want to do with your life and where you want to go not out of laziness and just apathy because it's it's the fine line this this one between being apathic apathic and just lazy and being comfortable you know and actually pursuing what you want out of life and to get where you want to be that's why we want to define our goals and our core values and who we are in order to get there and that's something we don't get as part of our education or our formal education or growth you know like during those um teenage years or even during college like proper communication or that self awareness or mindfulness and what people want to just do is like oh you're having like a like a trouble kid let's send thing let's let's send him to like therapy and give him some meds because you know he's a little bit extra wired so we're going to calm him down and like get his focused and all that but the truth is 
you're not actually going to the root of what's going on, you know. So for most of these people, it's not that they have like some condition, but it's because they're not going and their their core values and goals and who they are is not being met or matched with what they are doing, and they're being limited to their cap to their their own capabilities and not matched with the their learning styles. So. That's one of the things, and I think it, it should be more important now. And you have you can have like a counselor and that kind of stuff, but the way the system works, it's more towards creating this again like a, a job force rather than helping people find that personal meaning, you know, of life at and what do I want to do. Because, like, yeah, of course, we all need jobs and whatever, but if you start thinking about it, like, a lot of jobs are going to be, like, substituted anyway with machines, like, in the years to come, and that's been happening, you know, for the last years, and it's only going to get, well, not worse, but it's just going to keep going to a bigger scale. So people are complaining about that, but at the same time, they don't have, they don't want to work on themselves, on other skills, or doing some other things they could do. I mean, there's a lot of things you could be doing, you know, with your life or as part of, you know, like making a living, helping other people or providing for services or creating something. There's a ton, ton, ton of things you could be doing. Um, but the thing is you need to put yourself out there, out in the ice, cold, you know, weather where it's uncomfortable and you just don't want to be there. But that's where growth is. So let's go a little bit focused more into these anchors and airplanes. Because we've talked about this. And what happens with relationships? Have you been ever into a relationship where maybe you are growing at a bigger pace and you're just, you know, position yourself in a better situation financially, mentally, everything, you're in a better position than your partner, and they seem that they don't like that. Instead of being, like, proud and, like, supporting you, they're like, uh, you're doing better than me, you know, like, uh, I'm trying to, like, push you away or have, like, that resentment or jealousy. Can you imagine having a relationship like that that's going to somehow limit you or limit your relationship because of that envy and jealousy um, of your success? And this happens all the time. And especially, you know, what I've noticed is when that comes, when the, where the, the woman is having the success and the man is just, you know, kind of like stumbling across a, th a few things and things are not going that well, oh, man, that's when it gets heavy. Because I feel like we as men don't like that. You know, when the girls you know, the ladies are just doing better, like in business, financially. And that might be because of the way we've been thinking and the way we've been like educated for hundreds of years. And man, there's nothing more empowering and more motivating than seeing women thrive and just, you know, being successful. But some men cannot take that. And guys, if you're listening to this and this ever happens to you, I will encourage you to do, you know, some self-awareness and, in, you know, like just 
get some insightful information from yourselves and to what this means and if it's something that's actually serving you or how can you turn that into inspiration and motivation to just grow as well and, and get you know at the same level maybe and it's not about being in a competition but use it as something positive instead of turning into negativity which is Man, it's out there. You know, negativity, you can find it everywhere nowadays. And because everyone's got an opinion, that's the thing. And with social media, that's what we've all seen. Everyone's an expert, everyone's got an opinion. And uh, probably this is the way it's always been, but we didn't used to have this resource of just at the tip of our fingers, you can, you know, speak up your mind and it doesn't matter because you're behind a, a screen maybe thousands and thousands of miles away and there's no risk, right? So you can say whatever without even thinking about the consequences or anything like that. So these kind of things happens, like I said, with relationships and you have to, I know sometimes it's, it's tough, but like I, like I said, it doesn't really necessarily mean that you have to like step away from these people like completely, most of the times you'll have to distance yourself a little bit at least because you need to get this introspection and just thinking if these people you're surrounded with, what are they bringing to the table? Are, are they bringing some value? Are they bringing some support? Are they bring, what are they bringing? Are they bringing something that's worth it to your life that's helping you improve? Are you, and, and the same question you should ask yourself, what are you bringing to the table to your friendships? Okay, because it, it goes both ways. Like you have to analyze if it's worth it being, you know, spending X amount of time with these people rather with someone else. And at the same time, what are you providing to, to your circle of, of people? What value are you providing to them? Or maybe you are the anchor. And once you realize that, you're going to be like, well, shit, that's not who I want to be. And then you can start, you know, your path towards growth and just becoming better in order for you to bring value to others and get that sense of self-fulfillment and purpose um, into your life. So these are questions that are worth asking. Uh, I hope you take the time to analyze this, analyze the people around you, you know, friends, acquaintances, family. Sometimes it's hard with family. I've seen this all over the place. People say, like, well, you're my family. You know, you're my cousin, my brother, my sister. How could you do this to me? And there's tough situations, and, like, we need context to, in order to be able to talk about this. But a lot of the times because of those core values we have, it doesn't matter if they are family. Because for some people, family might not mean the same it is for you. Even if it's brothers, between brothers, sisters, you know, siblings, we all go through different experiences in life that, you know, along the way are going to change our core values constantly. So, and that's the toughest part. But then again, we go back to the part of expectations, we get disappointed not because of what happens or, what, or of what we find, but because our expectations are not being met. And that's the thing about expectations. You have to be careful. 
And it's also hard to be and go like, well, have no expectations of anyone like whatsoever because I feel like expectations also give you that excitement of things. But at the same time, you have to manage them in order not to be like a huge disappointment. And then it, that's where the part of like being empathic and compassionate and understanding comes into play. Because if you have a disappointment, then you, instead of just being disappointed and blaming others and just going mental, you can be like, okay, let's try to step back a little bit and understand what, why this happened, right? You know, why things didn't go the way I wanted to or I was expecting And once you grasp like the understanding behind that, you can be like, well, okay, now this is what I'm going to do. Because that's what it's all about, right? Not exactly what happens to us, but how we react and how and the actions we take after something happens. I have uh, this little example before I decide to finish this episode. And that is... Oh of a bottle of water, um, right? Like if you drop a bottle of water, what do you want to do immediately? Just pick it up and close it instead of trying to figure out why you hit it or why it's like spilling around. That's going to waste time. So before trying to find out what happened or why it happened, just take care of it and then you can start analyzing things. This, again, doesn't apply with everything but can give you a better idea and understanding. And so that's all for today, guys. Thank you for joining me into this podcast, episode two. I'll see you tomorrow with another episode and more content. And I hope you found this one insightful and of some value for your lives. And remember, it's not enough just reading quotes and watching inspirational videos and learning and reading books about how to improve if you are not actually putting these principles into practice on your daily life. So that's what I'll encourage you to do. Put those principles into practice every day instead of just reading quotes on Instagram. I'll see you tomorrow. Cheers.